Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. You are listening to the Game Changers podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Game Changers. I'm your host, Erin May Henry, and with this podcast, I'm on a mission to help you build an extraordinary business and an in-demand personal brand. And that is exactly what we are speaking about in today's episode. So this is the first podcast episode that I have created in quite some time, and I'm not going to go into all of the details on that. I have spoken about it over on my Instagram, but long story short, it was just a bit of a difficult decision for me to sort of understand where the podcast fit into my overall strategy. Being a YouTuber, I just, I love creating YouTube videos. It's my passion. It's, it's just the thing that I've wanted to do for as long as I can remember, But what I've really come to is that YouTube is a great place for me to document my life. It's a great place for me to talk about my passion, which is personal development and becoming the best version of yourself that you possibly can. But I also recognize that I didn't really have a space or I wasn't consistent in my creation of a place where I could speak about business and personal branding on a more strategic level. So finally, I have, let's say, made my peace with this podcast, and I'm really excited to have this space now where I really can dive deep into delivering you high quality value information that is ultimately going to help you to achieve your business goals and dreams. And a lot of what we're going to be speaking about here on this podcast is stepping into the role of the leader that you came to be, the leader in your niche through building a personal brand. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. So I was thinking about personal branding. I made an episode, I think it was like the third episode maybe I made on this podcast when I very first launched it back in 2018. Holy crap, time flies. But I was thinking about that and I was doing a little research, realizing that that was actually one of my most popular episodes ever. It was called The Pillars of a Personal Brand. And so I wanted to recreate that because 2018 was a long time ago and I've learned so much more about what it means to build a personal brand and what it means to truly be a leader online. So for today's episode, I've actually come up with four different strategies, if you will, or four different concepts. And I've actually given them really funky names because, you know, just easy to remember, easy to journal out. But before I jump into giving you these four strategies, I do also want to mention that as of today, the day this podcast goes live, I am actually launching a new free masterclass that I've created. I say new, it's not 
brand new. I actually created this masterclass about a year ago. It is called How to Be Seen as a Leader in Your Niche from Day One. When I first created this masterclass, it was one of my most popular free masterclasses that I have ever created. And so I decided to bring it back, but do it bigger and better. So really what this masterclass is going to be teaching you is even if you are someone who is just starting out, even if you're someone who has maybe been working a nine to five job and you've been scouring the internet and you see all of these entrepreneurs living that freedom lifestyle, but you're still in that stage of how am I going to get anyone to buy from me? How am I going to start growing my community? You know, there's so much competition out there online. How am I going to start standing out from everybody else and get people to trust me enough to want to buy from me. And so I get that question so often that this masterclass is my answer to that. This masterclass is the exact things that you need to do, even if you are just starting out, to really be seen as a thought leader within your niche. If you are in the fitness industry, the business industry, the health industry, if you're building a business based on a personal brand, being seen as a leader is one of the most important elements to that. I know when I've made investments in coaches or courses, I do so from people who are truly, truly standing out as leaders within their niche. And I also, as a business coach, see that so many people have the best of intentions of starting a business and helping people, but why they struggle to become successful is usually because they're just not doing the work to stand out from the crowd. You know, people just simply aren't seeing them. They don't have the exposure that they need. And maybe this is you. Maybe you've started trying to do the business thing, but you can't seem to make sales or you can't seem to get opportunities flooding your way because it's like you're just whispering in the crowd. You know, you're just another, you're just another voice on social media rather than actually truly stepping into that spotlight. And it's not just as simple as deciding. I mean, that's obviously a big part of it. It's something that I talk about in the masterclass, but what follows that? What specific actions do you need to take to be seen as a leader by other people enough so that they will follow you, your community will grow, but ultimately they will trust you enough to want to buy your products and services. So this, as I said, is a completely free masterclass. doesn't matter if you're listening to this podcast the day it goes live or sometimes in the future, you can absolutely go ahead and just follow the link in the description to sign up, watch it at whatever time suits you and enjoy because I personally believe that we all have. We all have the opportunity with inside us to influence people in a positive way. It's just some people don't have the tools to actually get their voice heard. And so if you have that yearning inside you to build this successful business and build this well-known personal brand, definitely that masterclass is going to help you to get there. But so will today's episode as well. The masterclass is just like the next level kind of stuff. But speaking of personal brands, what I really wanted to talk about in today's episode was, like I said, how to build a well-known personal brand. But what I'm going to do is I want to give you just these four different strategies, these four different concepts that is ultimately going to get you started on this personal branding journey. Not even just get you started. If you're someone who's been building a personal brand for a while, these strategies are going to help you to get more visibility, to become more well-known and to attract a bigger audience. I do want to take a step back though, because I just want to, I want to explain exactly what a personal brand is, because I feel like, I feel like people know, but maybe they kind of don't know. And there's a lot of misconceptions around exactly what a personal brand is. 
Yes, a personal brand is you, right? You are your personal brand. But I feel like we're almost have leaned too far into the into the just be authentic, just be yourself. And I think honestly, that's one of the most important things. But I think somewhere along the way, the strategy has fallen by the wayside. And what the strategy is there is to do is to support you. You know, you are the brand, you're the product, you're the thing that people desire, right? They want to follow you, they want to learn from you, they want to buy from you. But I feel like somewhere along the way, people thought that was that was enough. You know what I mean? If I just be myself, if I just talk about the thing that I'm passionate about, then, you know, build it and they will come. Well, that's just not the way it kind of works. There are some strategies and there are some tools and there are some specific things that you can do to support the beautiful uniqueness that is you in getting your message out to more people or just some ideas and some concepts that will, let's say, make you more recognizable, right? Because you, in the form that you are now, you are absolutely amazing, right? You are this beautiful human being with this amazing intention to build a business that solves problems for other people, all while allowing you to live this dream life. However, the reality of the situation is that there are probably hundreds if not thousands of other people with the same beautiful yearning to help the world become a better place who are ultimately trying to compete for people's attention online. Now, I've got a very unique perspective on competition. I don't necessarily think that competition is something that we ourselves should be striving for in terms of like, let me beat everybody else. Business isn't a competitive sport in that way. However, we also can't be naive to the fact that we have to be strategic in our approach because there is competition, right? It's not just like one person's going to win and everybody else loses, but we there is competition when it comes to attention, right? There's only so much that people can consume online. People can only listen to one podcast, watch one YouTube video at a time, and Usually people can only, you know, buy one course or do one course or work with one coach and really, really give it their attention at the t- at one time. I mean, obviously I know people who buy like thousands and thousands of courses, but what I'm saying is like usually when it comes to investing, how are you going to stand out to your audience? And that's particularly what we're talking about in today's episode. So the first strategy that I have for you is called the marathon strategy. Basically, what this means is you have a choice. When you start a business and when you're building a personal brand, you really have a choice as to what marathon you would like to run. Do you want to run the marathon with thousands and thousands of other people? Or do you want to run the marathon with 10 other people? And you might be thinking, what does that even mean? Like, I don't want to run a marathon at all, Erin. I just want to build a brand and start a business. Hear me out. What I actually mean by this is it is incredibly important for you to choose a niche when building a personal brand, especially when you are just starting out. A niche is a specific area of a market. A market is something like the business market, the health market, the relationships market, the wellness market, the mindset market, the life coaching market, right? There's all of these like mega markets and sub mega markets, but 
the more niche you actually become, the less you have of that competition we just spoke about before. You know, most people, they just refuse to get so specific within their niche. They refuse to like narrow down. And what they end up doing is they end up running the marathon with thousands and thousands of other people. Now, if you're running a marathon with thousands of other people, forget how much harder it makes to actually win. But imagine there was like camera crew, people there to like point out the people that they were following. It's going to be really hard to differentiate you from the crowd with just so many people running that particular race. Whereas the more specific you go, the more of those other competitors that you eliminate from the marathon altogether. I have a client who let's say she's in the life coaching industry or I had a client last year She narrowed down her life coaching so that what she was specifically doing was helping people with perfectionism. I have another client now who similarly, instead of just life coaching or mindset coaching, she's specifically focusing on the problem of self-doubt, which is seriously so common and so apparent, but it's still also quite specific. What actually happens when you get really specific in what it is that you are doing, not only do you eliminate the competition, but you allow so much more room for mastery. Something that I actually teach in my in-demand course, which is like my signature visibility personal branding course, it's like literally the blueprint to having a successful brand online. But something that I teach, one of the entire modules is really focused on mastery. I think that so many people these days, they are hoping to skate towards Oprah level of success without actually wanting to put in Oprah level of work. You know, I see so many people and on their vision boards, they've got like Bugattis and they've got these big mansions and they want to go to like Necker Island and hang out with Richard Branson. And they just want this like mega, mega, mega success. But yet they don't want to put in like the depth of work that it actually takes to be seen as a leader to that degree. You know, can you imagine if, let's say, Gary Vaynerchuk had the audience and the platform and the business that he had, but he didn't know anything about social media, or he knew like the basic knowledge that you could read in a couple of books and learn probably in a couple of days. Absolutely not. I just follow so many people online that I am totally, totally, totally obsessed with. And the reason why I'm encapsulated with them is because of their depth of knowledge within their niche. Now, I know when you're just starting out, that can be a little intimidating because it's like, what, do I have to spend 10 years studying before I can be considered a leader or before I can build a business? That's not what I'm saying either. What I'm trying to say here is that not only do you eliminate the competition by going specific with your niche, you always you also eliminate the amount of things that you need to learn. Put it this way, if you want to be, let's say, a spiritual coach, like you just want to teach spirituality, you want to do meditation and yoga and chakras and crystals and all of that stuff. That is a lot of stuff that you've got to learn. You can't just have a basic level of knowledge and all of this stuff. If you want to be a true leader, you've got to know how to get people results. And that's a lot of different areas that you have to learn to get people results in. Whereas if you say narrow down from spirituality a little bit more to let's say crystal healing, 
all you've got to learn is everything there is to know about crystal healing. I'm not saying you need to know everything before you start the business or before you become a leader, but along the process of your journey, it's likely that you're going to want to be every single day infusing your mind with everything you can possibly get your hands on relative to crystal healing. There isn't a day that goes by where I'm not learning something about leadership, personal branding, or personal development relevant to all the stuff that I'm speaking about today. Literally, before I'd even had my morning coffee this morning, I was already watching a podcast, listening to slash what is it was a Joe Rogan one, you know, he records them online as well, uh, about like neuroscience and the brain, because that's something that obviously brain and personal development, it all influences the work that I do. So because that's the thing as well. You also have to learn about the supplementary or uh, no, sorry, complementary elements around your niche. So yeah, my niche might be leadership and personal branding, but personal development and psychology is such a big part of that. You can't be a leader with riddled with limiting beliefs. And so not only do you have your niche, but you have these supporting elements that influence your niche. But if you have like 10 different niches within this one big mega niche, you just, you make it difficult for yourself, right? I think that what we need to do as online entrepreneurs in the digital space is I think we need to kind of stop foeing our way to success. You know, we need to stop being like these faux leaders, just like showing up with, maybe we've read one book or listened to like one podcast and again, I just I, I feel like I need to keep prefacing myself, but I, I don't mean you need to go get a formal degree or that you need any type of certification, but you need to enjoy what you do enough that you're willing to go the extra mile and learn as much as you possibly can about that particular thing. And so being so niche in what you do, you eliminate how much you actually need to learn. So you eliminate how much competition there is out there because in the example of my perfectionism client, there are very few people out there that are specifically focusing on perfectionism, maybe a handful. And yet if she was just doing generalized life coaching, helping to people to achieve their goals, oh my gosh, like hundreds of thousands of people are life coaches helping people to achieve their goals. And so we'll call it the marathon strategy, but it's a question you want to ask yourself. Do I want to run a marathon with hundreds of thousands of people or do I want to run a marathon with just a handful? And if the answer is the latter, absolutely, the more niche you go, the less people in that race. The second strategy, and I really wanted to come up with fun, innovative names for all of these, but this strategy is one that is so important, but it's already something that's well talked out about out there and there's an incredible book. So I'm just going to kind of steal this one from Seth Godin. But the next one is the purple cow strategy. If you've never heard of Seth Godin and his work, he's an incredible marketer. He actually wrote this book a couple of years ago and it's called The Purple Cow or maybe it's called The Purple Cow Strategy. I'm not quite sure. But basically what this means is your brand as a personal brand needs to be outstandingly memorable. Like there needs to be something about you. Now, the way he describes it in the book, I'm not sure that I exactly agree with. Like he describes it maybe from a more generalized business perspective. And the concept behind the purple cow is like, if you're driving along a long country road and you're just going past fields and fields and fields of, of cows, right? You're probably going to block out those cows or you're not going to you're not going to remember them and you're definitely not going to pay attention to them however if you were to drive past and you were to see a purple cow 
you're going to remember that, right? You're going to take photos of it. You're going to tell people about it. It's a remarkable thing to see. Now, Seth talks about it in a way that when you're starting a business, your business needs to be that remarkable, like that level of remarkable, so astonishing that people can't help to talk about it. I think when it comes to the type of personal brands that we are building in this online space, especially when they're built around ourselves, unless you're someone that's got like a wild purple mohawk or something, like it is a little difficult to have that kind of remarkableness to you. What I say, however, is that where the purple cow strategy comes into this is that you need to be standout memorable for your particular audience. And the way that you do that is by knowing your values. When you know your values, when you know what is important to you, your purple cow becomes those valuables. So for me in particular, I've had a lot of clients say that the reason why they worked with me and the reason why I'm so memorable is because my values are freedom, and fun. I talk a lot about fun. I talk a lot about doing hobbies and making sure that you're taking enough time off work and, you know, just logging off in the middle of the day to like go for a walk or play the PlayStation or something. Like I'm very much about, I don't even want to say balance because for me, it's not balance. My whole life is integration. To be honest, I find this fun. I'm having fun right now. So I find this just as fun as playing the PlayStation in the middle of the day. But you know, I'm, my approach to business is simplicity. I think it's still absolutely challenging. The personal development work that's involved with change, whew, it's, it's, it's difficult, right? But I, I very much have a simplicity approach. Doing a, a, a bicep curl is simple. I mean, it's hard, it's challenging, it makes you grow, but it's still simple. And that's my approach to business because that is one of my values. Simplicity, fun, freedom, connection. And it's all of these things that make me personally standoutly memorable to somebody else who has similar values. I might not have crazy purple hair or anything that is overly memorable about my branding or my appearance, but when somebody hears me speaking about this is why I created my business and this is why I help other people to create their businesses so that they can have the life of fun and freedom so they can enjoy every single day and not just Saturday and Sunday, that stands out and that is standoutly memorable. I know standoutly is not a word, but like I'm just going with it, you know what I mean? So when it comes to having a personal brand strategy, when you think about the purple cow strategy, how am I going to be remarkable? It's how do I make sure that I anchor myself in to the thing that makes me stand out from everybody else? And that is going to be my values. Here's an example. Let's take two spiritual money mindset coaches. I know I'm using spirituality a lot. Reason being is at the time of this recording, I am currently doing a mastermind and it is changing my life. I'm talking about it a lot over on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to follow my journey about overcoming my own limiting beliefs and my own journey with spirituality and changing my mindset and all of that at the moment, then definitely, definitely check it out. I'll leave the link in the description below. And just while we're heading down to the description, don't forget to sign up for the free masterclass because 
because if the stuff that I'm talking about today is really helping you sort of starting to understand how to stand out a little bit more, this masterclass is like the next level. So back to the example that I was going to share before. Let's say you had two spiritual mindset coaches. I've used this example before, but I just think it's such a great one. Say one of them was really motivated by wealth, significance, prestige, luxury, travel. And the other was really like in line and highly valued the environment and philanthropy and helping others and connection and experiences and culture. Those two value sets are going to attract very different types of people. You know, I see spiritual mindset coaches that are super into like the luxuries of life. And for someone who that is important to, that's going to be memorable. Now, for someone who's super into the environment and manifesting and art and creativity, and I'm kind of generalizing, lumping concepts together here. Of course, you could be super into the environment and also super into having, you know, a Louis Vuitton bag. I'm not saying these are mutually exclusive, but... What I'm saying is like for someone who's got a similar set of values, the, the, the person, the leader, the personal brand who is displaying those values is going to be remarkably memorable to that particular person. So again, this comes back to like, yes, you need to be you, but having these tools to support accelerating the you that you are is going to help you to build an even more well-known personal brand. All right, let's look at the next strategy. And this one, I did come up with the name myself, so you can thank me later. This one I've called the first thought strategy. So what we've spoken about so far is it's obviously super important to be niche because it eliminates competition and it helps you better to master your craft. The next thing we spoke about is values. The more that you are embedded and just accentuating your values through your branding, through your content, through your messaging, the more memorable you're going to be to your audience, the more that you will be their purple cow. The next one that I've called the first thought strategy is around being consistently visible. It is incredibly important that you have a content strategy, and this is specifically what I'm talking about when I talk about tools to support the you that is you, but Having a consistent content strategy is so important so that you are first thought for your audience. Again, let's not be naive here. There are a lot of other people online doing similar things to what we're doing. And yes, you can stand out and be memorable to your people if you are highly aligned with your values and your brand represents that. But the other thing is as well is what if there's somebody else who just as likely aligns with their values? How do you make sure that they remember you so when it comes time to purchase or invest or join or whatever call to action you have that you are their first thought? Well, with the way that social media is, it just means simply being consistently visible. If we were to look at this this in a really, really practical sense, it would be like, making sure that you're on the first little bubble of Instagram stories for as many people as you possibly can. Like everything you put out is not only consistently visible, but it's so highly valuable that people just absolutely love your content. Put it this way. I, if I asked you like, think about a food, you know, just think of a food. Most likely you're either going to think of your favorite food Or you're going to think about the food that you most recently ate. Even when I was asking that question to myself, I was literally like poached eggs on toast. That was the last thing that I ate today. And so 
When it comes to influencing purchasing decisions, you want to make sure that you have a strategy around being the first thought, right? Now, I'm not necessarily saying you want to try just be the last thing that somebody saw so that they purchase from you, but you want to think of both of those two factors. Like, why can't you be their favorite person, but also be fresh in their mind because they recently consumed an incredible piece of content of yours. And I'm not saying you need to upload a podcast every single day or you need to upload a YouTube video every single day. Like I know that's not realistic. I just took like a three and four or five month hiatus off of this podcast. But what I'm saying is, are you just putting out a bunch of content and then disappearing for three months, two months because, you know, somebody, your life got busy or because it was just too much or you ran out of content ideas? The clients of mine that I've seen see success, the fastest are the ones that are not only niche, but are that creating highly valuable content, but are just doing it so consistently. You know, like a podcast episode every single week and then maybe some Instagram stories every single day or a post every other day. I'm not saying it's like you have to be there every single day, but you have to be there consistently. If you want to be well known, it's not a scenario where you can just like throw one amazing, incredible, epic piece of content out into the world and then everyone's going to know you for the rest of time. You know, it's not a one hit wonder scenario. Like social media just doesn't work like that these days. Attention just doesn't work like that these days. It's unfortunate that we have such uh, short attention spans, but as a business owner, you've just got to realize that that's the case. And if you want to be well known, if you want to be the first choice for people when they make those purchasing decisions, you have to be front of mind, which means you've got to be fresh in mind, which means that you need to have a consistent visibility strategy. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. All right, so the last one, and honestly, this is my favorite. The last one is called the Taylor Swift strategy. And what I actually mean by this is, I recently watched the Taylor Swift documentary. Now, if you're listening to this as this recording goes live, you will know that I'm incredibly late to that bandwagon. I'm not someone who was ever necessarily a Taylor Swift fan before, nor did I not like her. It was like, yeah, some of her songs are great, but like, you know, whatever. I don't really think about her in any kind of way. Very neutral approach. I had, let's say this way, I didn't take a side with the whole like Kanye and Taylor thing until I watched the documentary, of course. But anyway, one thing that particularly stood out to me with the Taylor Swift documentary was literally just this one liner or this one scene where she had invited fans to her house. Now, I always knew that Taylor Swift like had this incredible relationship with her, with her audience. And, you know, you kind of see that stuff on the news. And then of course, people try to tear it down about it and say that it's fake. But I don't know, to me, energy reading, I thought it was very genuine. And so that's why I basically named a strategy after Taylor. She's such a lucky girl to be getting one of my one, one of my strategies named after her. But anyway, but how this applies to building a brand and building a business. Now, this isn't going to be you know, across every single personal brand that has ever lived, but relevant to the way that the online space is these days, if you are building a business, the Taylor Swift strategy is building a deep and valuable experience and connection with your audience. Now, 
I'm not saying that you need to have no boundaries and be the most generous person whatsoever with your time. But the more that you can create this profound experience for your audience, the more integrated into your brand they actually become. Another example of this is I remember um, Gary Vaynerchuk talking about in one of his books, he spoke about that first sort of few people that followed him online, and he was able to literally name all of these people. In his book, he names all of the people that first started following him online because he had such a great relationship with them. Now, how this translates into success, if you've ever heard of the thousand true fans concept, you can build a very profitable and very successful business with what's called a seed audience, a group of people that are just so in love with you and what you do and your mission and your products and services. It's almost like anything you launch, they would buy, they would invest in, and they would share and they would be your little brand ambassadors for, you know, your own little unpaid affiliates, if you will. Not that you shouldn't pay, but you know what I mean. Uh, They just love your stuff so much that, you know, even without any type of uh, incentive, they're just so ready to go out there and promote all of the stuff that you do. This is incredibly important. Like this kind of support from your community is not only important for branding and getting your message out there, but it's important for sustainability. I see so many people that they build these businesses under the pretense of like, I'm the leader, I'm the coach, boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. No one talks to me. I don't respond to my inbox messages. They never build the depth in their relationship that their businesses just don't last. I'm talking about we need to go for quality with our audience, right? Not just quantity. It's not just about having a bunch of people who are just like, yeah, what she does is pretty cool, but I'm not going to be searching her Instagram in the search bar because I have to know what she's doing. You know what I mean? You really want to start thinking about how can I build deep connections with my audience? Because when you build those deep, solid connections, not only, like I said, does it become extremely sustainable for you, but it just allows you so much more expansion in the business that you have right now. So for me, the way that this looks like is I really, really do try my best. Now, I know there's going to be someone out there listening to this who's going to go, you didn't respond to me. I try my best to respond to as many comments as I can. I will say that in the past six months, it's been it's become an impossible task since I had my last, like, let's say 20K subscriber boost on YouTube. In, in a couple of months, I got like 20K new subscribers. Um, my inbox, you know, I can delete all the messages. And then a day later, there's it's at like 99 plus. So it's become way more difficult these days. But right up until this point, you know, I'm, I'm almost six years into my YouTube channel. I did my absolute best to respond to as many people as I possibly can. And I'm not saying that like, oh, go me, pat on the back. But the reason why I do this is because I realize that by me creating these relationships with my audience, it helps me to grow a more successful business. And I don't do it as a strategy. I do it because I literally care. But the reason why I believe that I have such a a wholesome audience is why I'm able to retain clients so easily. It's, you know, why I have the business and the brand that I have is because of the connection and the relationship that I have with my audience. Similarly, and and, and you might think, oh, but Erin, you're like not necessarily like that big. It's not like you're like, you know, this huge celebrity, um, 
And it's obviously easier to do at the stage you're at. Well, yes, that could be true, but then it wouldn't apply to Taylor Swift. You know, she has diehard fans, diehard fans. And I think one of the reasons why, obviously, she creates an incredible product, which is her music, but she also has that 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 personality and that I don't. It's not something that you can necessarily fake, and that's why I think it's so important to again choose a niche that you're super passionate about. Because the more that you're passionate about the niche, the more that you'll be passionate about the people who need the service of the niche. But I think it's something that like the more that you actually like care about people, it's a transmutable energy. Like people feel that they want to support you. It's like that law of reciprocity. The more that you truly care about your audience, the more that you truly care about the cause, the niche, the mission, and the people associated with that mission being your community, the more that people see that passion and see that drive, appreciate that and want to support that either, you know, promotionally, financially, or, you know, just intentionally just just loving what you you do and and following it online and so really to summarize that and honestly if I didn't share any of the others this would be the most important thing just care I really think that that's something super important care enough to create an amazing experience for the people that are in your community whether that is the people that are in your extended community the people who follow you online you know just caring enough to show up Caring enough to show up consistently, caring enough to show up with value, caring enough to respond to people when they ask you questions, caring enough to create an incredible product. And then even in your sort of more intimate community, the people who are your customers and clients, caring enough to create an incredible experience for them, an incredible onboarding and offboarding experience, caring enough to actually create a brand that is easily accessible and that is... um easy to use interfaces that are easy to use. Like I I think the more that you care, like again, watching this documentary with Taylor Swift, I think the reason why she has this incredible drive is because she cares so much about her audience. And even, you know, I don't think she necessarily has the like competitive element to her, but someone who definitely does is I watched the Michael Jordan documentary recently, but even though he just wants to win the game, he also had this part of him and he mentioned something in the documentary of he's like, if people have paid their money to come and see me, I want to win for them. Like I want to put on a show and I want to be the best version of myself for them. So I just think when sometimes we get so caught up when building a personal brand in thinking about ourselves, thinking about What's everyone going to think of me and and me and how is this going to affect me? How much money do I make? How much like audience do I have? And it's just like, that's a slippery slope to disappointment. I truly do believe that because those kind of goalposts are always moving. Whereas when you, you know, do the Taylor Swift strategy and it's just like, I really care about creating an incredible experience, an incredible business, an incredible piece of content just for the people who need it in that moment, just for, you know, the person who's, again, if we go with the spiritual mindset stuff, the person who's struggling in their relationship, struggling with their finance, I just want to create something that is incredible for them and is going to help them. The more that we can just focus on that service and that accessibility to our community, the rest of the stuff, the rest of the the fame, the fortune, you know, all of those things, I promise you they will follow because well, with the right supported strategies and the right visibility strategies and all of that stuff, you know, you can be an incredible, nice person with an amazing product without any visibility or exposure, you know, you can't help that many people. But either way, like with the right support and with the right tools around you, which by the way, I teach an in-demand, but with the right tools around you to get that visibility with that intention behind, I just want to build an incredible experience for the people who trust me enough. I mean, 
that is a well-known personal brand. You can have the best hashtags in the world. You can have the best funnel in the world. But all of that stuff changes so quickly and a lot of it's fleeting as well. You want a truly a true brand that lasts the test of time. I'm talking like an Oprah-style brand. Just care about the people who care about you. All right, that is it for me. Those are some personal branding strategies. Were they what you were expecting or were they some things that you are learning for the first time? I would absolutely love to know how you enjoyed this episode or if you enjoyed this episode or if you have any feedback, definitely just reach out to me on Instagram. Like I said, I do try to respond to as many people unless you're sending me a penis pic as I possibly can. Um, But also don't forget to sign up for that masterclass. It is absolutely free. You can sign up any time you could choose a time you can watch it as you will and in your own leisure you grab a cup of tea grab a cup of coffee grab a cup of wine a cup of wine grab a why not just grab a bag of wine grab whatever beverage is your preference and just enjoy learning how to truly become a leader from day one within your niche and I really 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 do appreciate your time today especially if you did stay to the end of this episode to hear me rambling on about all of this Just build a better connection stuff. I love you. I really hope you have an incredible day and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. So you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out, everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 